Welcome to Flannels and Chocolate Milk with your hosts, me, Javen, and Tim. Tim, how are you today? I'm fantastic. Good, good. I'm pretty good too. You know why? No. Because I'm in the company of good people. You, Jake Gyllenhaal, Ethan Hawk, Maggie Gyllenhaal, yes. Bill Ethan Burr. Hawk, Bill, Bill Burr. Um, and that's the whole cast. Yeah, pretty much. All right, that's going to be it for the podcast. Yeah, let's uh, <laughs> let's dive in. Tim, why don't you give us a little background of the movie? Okay. The official IMD page of The Guilty, which is the movie we're talking about today, says it only has a 6.3 out of 10 out of as an IMDb rating. But they're never right. Never. Um, it was released in 2021. It's rated R. It's an hour and 30 minutes. It was directed by Antoine Fuqua, I believe is how you pronounce his name. Starring who we said earlier, Jake Gyllenhaal, as the main protagonist. Yeah. I would say. Um, yeah. I mean, there's not one else. He's an antagonist to himself, though. about it. He, he wants to think of himself as the main protagonist. Yeah. Maybe we should give a little uh, background as to what this is going to be. I mean, I don't know what it's going to be. Um, it's going to be a podcast. We're going to watch movies. We're going to watch movies. We're going to wear flannels. We're going to wear flannels. We're gonna and we're going to drink chocolate milk. We're going to talk about the movies. I don't want to say critique because we don't have any right to yeah, critique anything. We don't have power. <laughs> if we do watch bad movies, oh, yeah, we're gonna then they them. will be critiqued. Um, no, but we. Uh, but this isn't a bad. We're movie. good movie watchers. We know a thing or two, and we like to talk about the things. And we figured... I would say so, but sometimes people are like, "This movie is really bad," and I'm like, "I don't sometimes, think it's that I'd, bad." I say we definitely. Watch, I don't think it's over the we top. We watch movies with better eyes than most. You especially. I mean, we pick up on things that other people. I focus wouldn't. on certain things. Other people, I think, are better at digesting the story and understanding if it's good or not. I don't really focus on it. I mean, the story happens. I Sometimes notice... there are there are moments where I'm like, I think that it would have been cooler, or it would have worked better if they did something else. But usually, I'm not super upset with the movie unless it comes to like the finer details. I notice, I, I notice the small things, like the cinematography for this scene is wrong. It should be different. Yeah. Or the dialogue type is weird. It's. It's whenever you notice something. If you're watching it and you don't notice anything, then to me that ends up being a good movie. Yeah. Or an okay movie. It's whenever I notice something that I know is like... So the story can be bad, but if you didn't notice bad. anything bad, yeah. it wasn't, how bad of a movie really was it? I don't focus on the story being like perfection. I focus on like the finer details, like dialogue... Uh-huh. And the visual effects sometimes. Um, but yeah, I guess we should jump into actually talking about the movie, because we haven't done that yet. You're right. Oh, hopefully this chair doesn't make too much noise. Okay, if anyone doesn't know, the official summary on IMDb. A demoted police officer assigned to a call dispatch, dispatch desk is conflicted when he receives an emergency phone call from a kidnapped woman. That is the plot. That's, That's what happens. Plot. That's the plot. Plot breakdown. First one. <laughs> we did it. We made it. We're in the big leagues. 
Um, where do you want to start? I don't know. Well, you you made some uh, some notes along the way. You want to start? I did make some down? notes. It was just moments that I noticed. I figured we could talk about them. There's a part when he's on the phone. He's not on the phone with the woman yet. He's talking to somebody else, and this is like a like a very small minor detail thing, but a woman, probably someone. I'm assuming it's someone he works with. Walks by him on his right side. The phone call he's in, he doesn't really care too much about. She walks by in a shot. It cuts to another shot of like a close-up where you can't see her walking anymore. Mm -hmm. A close-up, and you can see his eyes tracking her. Even though that's clearly two different shots. Yeah. So they purposefully put the detail of him watching her in this second shot. To keep the continuity, mm -hmm. which I thought was awesome, and a lot of people don't like to do, but I think it sells the right realism of the moment. Do you think it's possible? You probably would know this that they just had two cameras going at the same time and just switched it the same camera. Been. And do you think sometimes that's what they do? Like two different shots is like one shot, just different angles. I mean, they definitely do. Especially, actually, they probably did for yeah. this movie because they don't have to spend a lot on, um, oh, what am I not worrying if a camera's in the background because it's focused on No, the not, like, they don't have to put more budget into destinations oh, yeah. and setting and a bunch of other stuff because it's all they could use your basement. mostly filmed in one room. Um, but yeah, it, it honestly probably was that. But even just that thing, like, in all the other, all the more hectic phone calls throughout the rest of the movie, mm -hmm. he's always either, like, looking down, focusing on what he's hearing, which, I mean, like, I do that. If somebody's telling me something that I need to memorize, I stare at the ground, so I focus on what they're saying. But in this conversation, he was talking to a guy who had his stuff stolen by a prostitute. And it was pretty funny. Yeah. And he clearly, he also thought it was very funny. And he did not care at all about the conversation that he was having with this guy. Because he realized that it's just stupid. And it's that guy's fault anyways. And it's not that big of a deal. But you can tell because he, when he watches her also, he like leans back. And he's just like looking around and doesn't care. Just waiting for this guy to stop talking to him. <laughs> um. But yeah, I just thought that was a cool moment. And... Okay, I can move on to the next one. Or unless you have anything else that you want to say about that. I just... That just... That, that proves our point. You watch movies different than other people. Nobody else would have saw that. There's a, a I catch. mean, there's a lot of things that that's I'm an like... That's interesting catch. That's cool, because that would actually happen. <laughs> right. Instead of him being like... Because he has three monitors there, instead of him just being like sitting there watching... The computers waiting for things to happen. You can tell that he's like more relaxed now because this phone call doesn't matter, and he doesn't our, have to be engaged. Our eventual viewers will find out that as these episodes go on, you care very much about movies being real to what what yeah. actually happened. Yeah. In that scenario, had it been real, uh, movies yeah. can get robotic. I mean, I don't know what if the setting was accurate. 
I'm assuming the technology was accurate because a lot of the things that he had. Yeah, seemed I'd assume real. it looked pretty um, reasonable. But yeah, I mean, I, that's. I just try to think of actually being in that person's shoes, and there's a lot of movies where it's just not great. Mm-hmm. So, mostly dialogue wise, but those little things make it really seem like he's becoming the character and he's not just like acting right okay my second point um so he is sitting at his desk there's the the three monitors that he has the way they add more settings and like make it feel bigger is one with the phone calls obviously and them like explaining things um, but there's also these TV screens behind his monitors mm-hmm. on this big wall that everyone's looking at that are showing news. They're showing... Wildfires, mostly. Yeah, it was a lot. In this movie, it was a lot of wildfires. And there's a lot of moments when he looks up at that, and it gives context to why the people that he's calling to like help him are all hectic and like they don't care about what he's saying because they're dealing with this wildfire and making sure everyone's safe and there's already everyone is out doing things Uh so there's no people left for him to for there's no people left to help him because they're all doing things but instead of them being like oh i can't right now these wildfires are out of control it's like he just looks up and it cuts to these TV screens showing huge wildfires. Yeah. And then it's used throughout the movie. Like there's a moment when he's talking to Emily, who's the lady who's kidnapped. And he asked her what side of the street the wildfires were on to determine what, what direction she's going. Which is genius, by the way. Like that's a crazy thing to think of uh-huh. as a writer. But him being a police officer, it totally makes sense. Oh, yeah. Because that's, like, you have to think of something. I thought that was really cool. Do you have anything to say about that? The TVs? No, I didn't catch that. I'm glad you did. I just thought that it makes it... It makes it not seem so cramped into this one room. Yeah. Same with, I guess, uh, each phone call has a map location, which also sure. adds, like, it doesn't just feel like a phone call in a room. Yeah. <clears throat> like, it shows them going along the There's things you can the... look at. Yeah. For the phone call. There was also a part, I'm gonna, um, I'm gonna talk about this. This was, like, my fifth point. Um, I didn't realize it until this time, but there's a moment when he's talking to a police officer about they chase down a white van which is what they thought the suspect and victim were in they chase him down it cuts to another shot of like blurry like you're only at the pol- like the police car not moving and you can see the cop get out and go up to the car and mm-hmm. it cuts back to him a little it like fades in and out of these two things and i interpreted that as his imagination Oh, yeah. Because 
when he opens the door, you can hear everything that's happening and you uh-huh. can see it. Like, we can see it. But he's imagining everything in his head because he doesn't know what's actually going on. Yeah. But the audio is so clear and specific that he can tell what's happening. Yeah. So the moment when they, like, go up there and confront the person driving, you can kind of hear it. But especially the moment when they open the back door, that, like, in his brain is, like, like that's the most important part. Right. Because he needs to know that the girl is in there. Because if she's not, then it's the wrong car. And then that ruins everything. He's got to keep looking. Um, I th- I'm thinking that that would be right. That it'd just be his imagination. I'd, I'd say so. It could just be up for interpretation. It, but based off of everything coming out of him. Yeah, I'd hope that it was that. Yeah. That would make it way cooler. I think Maybe it makes yeah. sense. But then when they like go to their house and they go in and they're looking and there's like blood, mm-hmm. he can't imagine that because he doesn't know what the house looks like. But he knows what a cop car and a white van looks like. Right. And there's like wildfires in the background too. Mm-hmm. So he can put that all together in his head. You can't imagine a house that really exists. You know? Yeah. Or like blood being on the floor, you don't know exactly what it's gonna look like. Mm-hmm. Or especially when the find when they find um, Oliver. All he hears is get like an EMT. Like yeah. we need help. This is all like disgusting and awful. And the guy like has to like step back. You can tell that he does. He has no idea what happened. Yeah. Because the guy won't answer him. <laughs> he's like he's like what is going on? And the guy is so like bombarded with things going into his head and trying to get other people to do things that. He can't answer, obviously. But yeah, that's what that's why I kind of think that it's imagination. But yeah. Is there anything that you wanted to talk about? Were any were there any moments that you wanted to talk about? Because I have my list, but I want to hear what you thought. Right. No, I just picked up the like uh, we talked about when we were watching it. He was very like because he uh, he was side he sidelined because he got in, had in trouble for killing that guy and then at yeah. the end he pleads guilty because he feels bad or whatever the like <clears throat> what's the word the like side plot yeah like the plot that is encouraging him or like in the back of his mind the whole time this is all going on and it like influences him is what i was trying to, think, trying to say yeah yeah but he's like because he's sidelined as this you know uh number one operator he's like very amped up and that's why he's like, that's basically why he is trying so hard to get this girl that's to be found because yeah. he just wants to get a little glimpse back into being a cop. Yeah, I mean, he just wants to be a cop. So again. he 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 very, hates being there. Right, he's very amped up the entire movie. And the one part we talked about this, you can hear the one officer say that the kid is breathing, which kind of you're like, okay, that maybe you know it's not as bad, but he immediately just starts saying that. You know, he's it kind of everybody's like just says he's dead. It's because he's so emotionally like heightened. Also, it's like nighttime. Yeah, it's too. And he doesn't drink a ton of coffee because Mm -hmm. his coffee doesn't go in. So he's probably super tired. And I mean, when you get tired, sometimes you either get like slap happy or like emotional. 
Yeah, I, I just felt like uh, parts of the movie were like, just because he was heightened, it just got like... Yeah. I mean, if that side plot wasn't there, it would have been a whole different story. Yeah, right. Like, there's moments when he's talking to um, Henry mm-hmm. or Emily, the suspect and victim, both ways, I guess, if yeah. you want to think about it. Um and he goes way over the top and says things that he shouldn't. Yeah. Because of the things that are going on in his life. Which is he's been separated from his wife. He has this trial that's going on mm-hmm. where he killed shot and killed a nineteen year old kid. Um and he hasn't I, I'm assuming he hasn't seen his daughter in a while. Very limited communication. He talks on the phone because she said that uh, he calls a lot. Um, and a whole thing that's going on throughout the movie is he's trying to deal with the calls he's getting as the operator and the calls between him and Jess, which is his, his ex-wife. Wife. They were separated six months ago. They were separated six months ago. Details. But he still has his ring on, which I thought was cool. There's a moment when he's on the phone with her and it clearly shows off the ring. I thought that was cool. But, yeah. I mean, if if he had a happy home life and there was just this one thing that happened at work. But the thing at work, actually, I just thought of this. That thing that happened that he killed that kid mm-hmm. could have been another thing where he's emotionally heightened because of his home life. Yeah. Like, if it was six months, that means it literally could have, they broke up or had a fight or whatever in their home life, and then that happens. Right. And he's going to work as a cop, which is a very, like, you have a lot of responsibility. Yeah. (laughs) And you can't mess up. He's going in with all these emotions going through his head. Couples therapy once a week mixed with. (laughs) Just regular therapy for um, a couple billion years, maybe. Yeah, for a couple weeks, whole movie would have been canned. <laughs> but he's a cop. Uh, that's right. He's a cop he, that is probably. You can tell he, he jumps. He jumps to anger. I feel like just as his. You could tell his dad is. is probably also a cop. Or not in the picture. Or like an army man, or something that's like you have to be a man. So then, <laughs> he he seems like the type of person that would not want to go to therapy. He gets emotional towards the end, like crying because he like physically can't hold it in anymore. But I don't know. That's just what it seems like to me. Do writers kind of sit around at a table in. and come up with a backstory to help with the writing for a character, or do you just think they all throw it together and like don't? Even I doubt it. they throw <laughs> it together. Uh, that's usually the bad movies. No, but I mean, like you think they sat down and they're like. <laughs> See, he didn't go to therapy because his dad probably, you know, he wasn't the type of dad to encourage it. I mean, that's what I, if I was trying to make a cop character that's like, um, like that would work in this scenario, that's just what I would imagine. My computer's not sleep. Um, but yeah, I don't know. There's like a specific sleep button. Um. I'll get this back on, and we can go to another point, hopefully. 
Now, if we were sponsored, this is the part where we'd talk about it, right? I mean, probably. We'd bring it up at some point. Oh, yeah. We could uh, come up with fake sponsors to throw in. <laughs> Sponsored by chocolate milk. Yeah, all of it. And flannel. We should get flannel mugs. Sponsored by Yahoo. Get mugs for chocolate milk? We'd run I out so fast. I drank Yahoo recently, and I realized how much it's not milk. And how many, it's just, it's chemical <laughs> chocolate milk. I think you're going to say ketchup. <laughs> it's just ketchup. It's just ketchup. That's that's kind of weird. No, it's. Oh, I loved this <clears throat> when I thought about it because I thought it was awesome. Okay. Okay. My fourth moment. Um, Actually, we're going to hold off on that one because there's another one that I just skipped. There is a part when he gets up from his computer. He goes over to get coffee. That's what it was. And it's like running out, whatever. There's a whole thing. He looks up through two like windows, kind of, but they're in the building, so it's just like a glass yeah. window thing. And he sees um, like these posters on the wall. The main ones I remembered were like two whales. There were two different posters of whales. It was weird. But I'm assuming when, when there was, was some type of... Was this when he moved to the... It's towards the beginning. Okay. It's just when he went up to get coffee and then went back to sit back okay. down. Um, but he sees it, and then he realizes... Or then he looks at his phone, and that's when it shows the background being his daughter. Mm -hmm. Or what you assume is his yeah. daughter, I guess. <laughs> it could just be some little girl. If he has random pictures... He's of like, I girls, found this picture, I thought she was cute. Maybe he does need therapy. <laughs> <laughs> but... <laughs> It shows that, and it you can see that he's, like, feeling it. He's like, I hate everything. And then yeah. he, he goes to sit down, and that moment, the next call he gets is the woman. Is it? Yeah. Like, Emily. Yeah. Who he then is, like, with the entire time for the rest of the movie. So it gives him, like, he's already in this state where he's thinking about his daughter mm -hmm. and then he finds this woman who is uh who obviously needs help yeah. and is in need so he tries to help and obviously everything is crazy this next point i loved because i think it like is this is the point that you skipped to go to are we still holding off on that point no, the one that I just said was the one that I... Or there were two that I skipped technically to go down to the other one. Okay. Um, I said there were no framed shots. Every shot is of him, uh -huh. which is kind of confusing. But I said he isn't for the camera. The camera's for him. So... I thought that that was uh, cool. Yeah. One, to think of and then write down. And then two, because, I mean... It, like, it makes sense in the no, context it, of the movie. It does. <clears throat> there are so many... You can tell... Honestly, it would be crazy if it was just him doing a whole performance for a long time and them just recording it from multiple different angles. Yeah. And then just cutting it, even though they probably wouldn't have to. I'm assuming it was just different shots, like takes and stuff. But... There's so many shots where he isn't posing for the camera. He isn't like 
I don't know how to say it. That's why I was glad that I was able yeah. to think of that, because I think it makes the most sense. It's not like there's a clean shot of the camera, and he's just in the middle of it. It's always the shot is obscured, or in some way blocked, or in some way awkward, because they have to get him in it. Uh-huh. Like, they, they don't just put it wherever they want. They put it in places that make sense. For those who, to uh, be able to see a guy who's sitting at three computers, you have to put it to his right, like, yeah, almost behind the, the monitor screen to be able to see his face. Right. Because you wouldn't be able to see his face if you put it, like, back here. Mm -hmm. Or it has to be above the monitor in front of him, seeing the bottom, so you can actually see, like, the bottom part yeah. of his face and it doesn't just get covered up. For those who uh, didn't watch the movie or, you know, just have no clue what's going on, the movie is shot... Uh, which pretty much just a camera and Jake Gyllenhaal. And that's it. There's not like... That is indeed mostly what it is. It's just, you know, it's uh, main character Jake Gyllenhaal sitting down at his desk doing this, you know, the story's unfolding, and it's just a camera sits in front of him, and it just watches him. It doesn't like... You know, there's no other people that it films other than like the couple side characters in the... There are... Room. Like the side shot that I was talking about, you can obviously see the people next to him. Yeah. But... There aren't a ton of super important things like that. Or even like even when he does talk to the guy next to him, it's that same exact side shot. Yeah. They just change the focus the whole time. Which is cool mm -hmm. because you're keeping up the consistency of that being an angle that you're seeing him through. But yeah. There are some background characters, but it's mainly just him on his little headset. Yeah. Or it's the TVs, or it's his monitor, or like his little stuff that he's using. Oh, okay. Um, I talked about his imagination. Yep. I thought that part was cool. Um, this part kind of speaks for itself, but obviously when he's talking to Emily's daughter, he's relating her to his own daughter. And speaking to her in ways he knows how to speak to children. Uh huh. If he didn't have a child and he was just a cop, he probably would have sucked at trying to get the information he needed out of uh, Emily and Henry's daughter, which is the girl that was at their house that he called at one point. But he was able to use the side plot to help him do the main plot. Yeah, I do you remember the part where he was talking to her and he told her not to cry? The to one, to Emily or the daughter? To the to the daughter. To okay. Abby. Yeah. Yeah, that's what it was. I've just I'm trying to think back. The way he said it, I feel like uh he he basically was just like, Don't don't cry. Not like trying to comfort her, but like don't cry, because if you start crying, you're not gonna be able to answer the questions I need to ask you. Yeah. So I feel like even then he was like He's like, just please don't screw this up. Just stop crying. <laughs> I need to ask you questions. Yeah. But I mean, the other people he was getting mad at. Yeah. No, I mean, yeah, he's not going to. Ho hopefully I mean, he's not going to get mad girl. at a little girl because she didn't do anything. She's a victim here. He won't get mad at her until she's 19. <laughs> no, shoot her. I mean, apparently. But um, there's moments in his conversation with her 
where you can tell he knows how to calm down a child mm-hmm. or um when he tells her if she needs anything to call 911 and then he's like can you repeat that back for me mm-hmm. and then she says it and he's like my name's Joe can you say that too and he's like trying to get her to comprehend and take in information yeah because obviously a little kid she was like nine, I think. Nine, nine. Uh, was it nine years and six months or something? Oh yeah, she, had she this said. Very she exact said yeah. <laughs> um. But yeah, I mean, obviously, this kid's already stressed out. Their parents just left. Yeah. She doesn't. I don't think she knows what happened to Oliver. Uh-uh, I think her mom told her not to wake him up. She doesn't know her dad did. Or her dad. He told her not to go in there. But. Um. She's very confused. And obviously scared because she just wants her parents to be there. And that's why she's freaking out. Or she wants her mom to be there specifically. Um, but yeah. I think that was a good a good um, section of writing mm-hmm. and understanding. Okay. Um, this is a cool part. Just because it doesn't need to be there. But I just thought it was interesting. At one point, he's on his headset talking to somebody. And then his 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 phone starts ringing. Like his normal phone. Yeah. Also, I forgot to say this. His phone was just like a real phone. You know sometimes in like shows and movies? Yeah. It's like fake. Uh-huh. Or you can clearly tell that it's not real. Or sometimes they or hold like phones upside down. Like it's a different label kind of thing. Yeah. Like... Yeah. Like, they're all trying to use pair phones. Yeah, from, like, from, like, iCarly and all the other Nickelodeon shows. <laughs> yeah. But. This was clearly it was, an iPhone. It was clearly a real phone. And it had, like, everything was, like, you could tell it was real. Which helps sell the realism. Should we call that number that he calls? On I kind of thought about it. I have a bad feeling that nothing will happen. Yeah, I have a or good feeling something, nothing will happen. Yeah, probably. Or it'll be somebody who has that phone number and is sick of people calling it. Oh, yeah. He's, hey, like, he's like, I'm innocent. And he hangs up. Hey, uh, you're on with flannels and chocolate milk. This is Tim and Javen. Uh, I just want to ask you a couple questions about the movie you're in. Mostly just the phone number. He's like, yeah, I get this all the time. Oh. So uh, where are you from? Um, Delaware. Oh, it's a good like state. Boring. I just came from there. Um... Oh, okay. So, real phone. Yeah. There's a moment on his headset. His phone rings. He goes to pick it up. Doesn't look at it. He just picks it up and goes to answer. But then he, like, drops it. Um. So he's, like, he, like, scrambles, picks it back up. He thinks it's Jess. Uh-huh. Because he didn't look at it. He didn't look at it because he th- dropped it on yeah. the ground. He picks it up thinking it's Jess and it's a reporter. Mm-hmm. Which is just a really, like, I just thought it was interesting. Because obviously if he picked it up, he would have just saw that it's a phone number he doesn't recognize or something. Yeah. And he just would have hung up. But they have to throw that reporter in there for the ending. For him to call her in the bathroom. Yeah. And tell her that he wants to plead guilty uh-huh. in this case. I just, I don't well, know. I thought that was cool. She called him at the beginning and he just answered, didn't Or is that when you're talking about? I don't she exactly remember because I remember She calls him twice. First time he just answered, he's like, who is this? And 
remember, she doesn't, like, he gets really ticked off because she didn't go. This is a reporter. Oh, yeah. And then she calls him back. And the second time, is that what you're talking about? Where that might have been, up the I think. Phone? But, yeah. I mean, it keeps him mm-hmm. remembering that she's yeah. an option. Which I guess isn't super important, but still. Um, and this is kind of a funny part, but it keeps up. I don't know if he has asthma like his whole life. Can you have asthma as a cop? I feel like it's something he like got when he started to have like panic attacks. I think it's something like that too, because it feels very new to him. Yeah, it feels like he doesn't quite know how to handle it his definitely asthma. Definitely does, and it also like. I don't feel like it's the best choice to, like, just because you're on the... Because he does this, like, every time he has, like, an attack, he just finishes the phone call. Even though, like, him going, is not a lot of noise. It won't cut anybody off. Like, when he's talking to the, his sergeant or whatever. Oh, yeah, and he's straight up, and, like, dying yeah, on the phone. Coughing, and as soon as he hangs up, he hits the inhaler. Yeah. I, it might have something to do with that. Because it... It could be. Because it doesn't seem like... Like, he, could you have... You what if you have an asthma attack and you're a cop? You, you know, you could, but it's it also kind of seems like he was like a big hot shot, like maybe yeah. detective or like he knows cop. everybody. Like, He's like best yeah, friends with the sergeant. He knows everybody. He's definitely gone on like pretty much all the good calls. So yeah, I feel like he's probably. definitely been under some pretty intense situations. Yeah, that's what like. So it just doesn't make sense for like because of the trial that's happening. I think that's yeah. what's giving him the panic attacks. And obviously his daughter and all the emotional things that are going on. Do can you use an inhaler for panic attacks? I don't know. Like are, are there that's just what medicines? it seems like. It doesn't seem like he's having hard of breathing. Right. It feels like he's freaking out, and because of that, he can't breathe. Yeah. So then he has to do it to like stop. I th- I think it is something like that. It just it wouldn't make. That's sense. just what I understood. Because I can like imagine him like he's the type of cop that's front of the line, kicking in doors, point putting guns in people's faces. I just can't imagine him. Being like, get on, get on, get on the ground. Push your hands. Push. Get out of the car. He actually, when he shot the 19-year-old, he was like, put your hands up. Oh, shit. Oh, I squeezed the wrong hand. He just shot him with he his goes, inhaler. He goes like this. And he's like... He puts the gun right here and just shoots it off to the side. You just killed a random bystander. That's what happened. I wanted to punish him. He's not even the guy you're pointing at. Get on the ground. Oh! My God, I think he was 19. <laughs> Get on the ground. What the fuck? What's that cop doing? I think he's having a panic attack. But yeah. I thought it was funny. There's the part where he tells Emily to breathe and then has an asthma attack. Yeah. He's like, all right, just breathe. Which it's also... And he just starts dying. He has that attack, but refuses to use the inhaler still. Yeah, Keeps again. breathing, and then he's fine. <laughs> so that kind of... That furthers it. Maybe it's just mental. Uh, he yeah. just needs to learn how to breathe that's, better. That's probably what it is. It turns out that thing just stores air... <laughs> and it's not actually an inhaler, it's just a placebo. Okay. <laughs> what else did you want to talk about? That's really funny. <laughs> Is that all your notes? Yeah, that was all the ones I took down. 
we also weren't super paying attention towards the end of it. Yeah. But that's because we've seen it before, so we weren't. We were just trying to find interesting moments mm-hmm. to talk about. That also, uh, that movie we had to really, because there's not too much, like, dialogue between people. Like, the dialogue's the same, and the dialogue's the right dialogue for this type of movie. It's very, you know, consistent. Yeah. Other movies, like, where there's lots of different camera angles, that, I feel like that'd be easier to, like, be like, this part, it's weird. I don't like how they, it just doesn't look good how they had the camera down here or over here. Yeah, or the dialogue between these two people is like forced and it's weird. Like we couldn't really do that with this. So they're you know, we had to really try maybe this was a bad movie to start with. But I just really <laughs> wanted to see it again. Yeah. Um so this one, you know, even we found pretty decent things to talk about that were interesting and like, oh, I didn't look at it that way. Yeah. It was good. So I feel like other movies would definitely have more. It's also not super long of a movie. It's only an hour it's and a half. It's only an hour and a half, yeah. I thought it was long. And it feels like it it lasts for like thirty minutes mm-hmm. because he never leaves, and it's it's crazy. Which it's how probably fast it's definitely like that's that's good for this slow type of movie for it to feel like a half hour and not like three hours of like oh my that's god true. it was like another phone call from the <laughs> prostitute guy God Jesus Christ he only takes like four calls and the four calls it really like, isn't a lot no and then he'll get other ones and be like ah shut up gets <laughs> <laughs> a call from Bill I Burr. hurt my knee. <laughs> Stop biking drunk, and he hangs up on him. <laughs> that part's funny. Um, but yeah, was there anything else you want to talk about? Uh, I don't think so. We could look at like reviews. Ooh, yeah. Maybe if there are any, I'm assuming there is. Ooh, there's trivia. Ooh. Um. This is actually good. I I want to do this. Like, oh yeah, all of the of movies on IMDb have like the trivia and like the goofs part. Yeah. Um. Oh my gosh. It was shot in October 2020, mm-hmm. and due to the COVID nineteen pandemic, obviously. Um, it was shot in eleven days. Real. I I want to say I, I I knew that I just skipped the court. I knew that, or di- I didn't know that it was eleven days, but I feel like I knew that it was like super quick. I mean, which makes sense. It doesn't have to be. I mean, long. think of they just have this location. Think that of what takes up so much time is constantly changing sets and location and yeah, like moving different people in and out. Like if it's just one person with like it's four just background Jake, characters, it's just Jake Gyllenhaal with minimal. Make up the same, the same costume. They're basically, it's voice actor acting for the other parts. Yeah. They're all phone calls. I mean, but there has to be a lot that goes into that. But that's not part of the shooting process. Right. Like, the majority of the voices obviously are. But um, all those background noises aren't shot. They're most likely recorded after the fact in, like, the editing process. Speaking of recording after the fact, do you ever notice in shows and movies <clears throat> when you can tell, like... Where they change what the actor says. Yes. But the, and they re-record over it. I notice that every time and I hate it. Yeah, I hate it too. I, like I was watching. You Brooklyn can tell Nine-Nine that they're today, not. That it's not right. Yeah, and he said like shoot. I don't know if he messed up and said shit or something. But like you can see his lips go shh, and I think it was shoot. 
but it like is re-recorded and it's like oh crap and it's different than his mouth <laughs> that's really funny i kind of feel like i remember that but i but like i noticed that and i have to feel like it happens mostly in shows yeah i hate it because shows they have less amount of time uh-huh and a lot and sometimes i know it's like if the camera's not facing their mouth the audio is not right so they just record it after the fact yeah because it doesn't or sound as good if the audio gets messed up yeah but i i hate it when it's looking at the face and they re- they re-record it and it's super noticeable yeah it's all it's even noticeable when they purposefully cut to a different shot of like the back of their head but they can see the person they're talking to uh-huh you can still tell that it's not right. I've seen, um, I've seen like whole sentences like that. I feel like more than just one word, like like a phrase. I and mean, it's something like that where it's like not looking at them. It's like a whole monologue, or, and you yeah, just you or don't another look one. Their face another at all. one is if it's like the side of their head or the back of their head, and it says something, but you don't. Their mouth is not. Yes. Living. Like, it's supposed to be the other person saying something, and then they say yeah, something really yes. fast, and it doesn't and really necessarily... And the mouth is not moving. Yeah, that's... That's... I've, I've seen that... That ticks me off. Not a ton of times, and I don't even remember what in, which is good. Yeah. Because that means I don't think about it all the time. <laughs> right. But, yeah, there are just little things that are... I I mainly don't like the re-recording stuff. Yeah. Which, I mean, sometimes you have to. Sometimes you have to, but I feel like, how long would it take to make sure that it's... You know, some, if it's after the fact, maybe you have to be like, hey, can you send a recording of yourself saying this? It got messed up. But like, why is it different than, like, what their mouth says? Like, is it some type of, like, oh, screw that. up in the script, like, that they said? Could be. Like, what? I, like instead of saying, was he supposed to say crap? And he said, shoot. And they're like, ah, it doesn't work. We don't like that. We record crap. That could be it if they are in the part of the editing process where... They can't go back and reshoot things yeah, because they need to get it done. Then it could be the case. It could also be the case where if he said something, if he said a curse word, like in some shows, there could be a show like on HBO Max mm-hmm. that says a curse word. And then if that same show was like on Netflix, they might not necessarily use the curse word. They might change it to being something yeah. Most of, the, most of the time that happens with uh, TV edits of, of movies, especially yeah, ones with heavy true. cursing, that they if they were to blur them all out or cut the scenes, like there wouldn't be a movie. Aren't they only allowed... Oh, no, that's PG-13 movies. Yeah, that's two F words for a PG-13 movie. Yeah. But if it's on TV, even... You know, you ever, you ever notice that? If movies are on PG-13 in the theater, they can say, I think shit has unlimited... All right, and all the other ones, F-Word has a cap of two. But if it's on TV and it's TV 14, which is a year more than 13, the TV edit is still different. Like, it'll still cut all that stuff out. (laughs) That that actually is really stupid. Have you noticed that? It's really funny that you just said that because I've never thought of that before. Like I've it's literally PG thirteen and then TV fourteen. Yeah, fourteen is more censored (laughs) than the other ones. That's really funny. And maybe. I don't know if like PG and TV, I know, but like, like TV just automatically subtracts three TV years. TV so usually just be... have on, but like if you're watching a PG thirteen movie, you're choosing to bring your kids with you. If you're going to a theater, or you're choosing but to still, watch it on it's TV, just, it's weird. If, it, if you're just watching a show, I feel but like even not 
not just a show, like the same movie will be on oh, TV, yeah. and it'll be the edited TV version. Yeah, where like uh, shit is is censored out, and you know, obviously all the f words are censored out. Yeah, it's just weird. Okay. Um. Oh my gosh, I'm just trying to pick a good one. It talks a lot about Southpaw. I don't think I've seen that movie. I haven't either. Is that a? Isn't that a uh, like a boxing with Jake mm-hmm. Gyllenhaal? Is it Jake Gyllenhaal? I, I'm assuming so. It brings up Jake Gyllenhaal a lot. I'm gonna look it up. Um. Yes, it's Jake Gyllenhaal and Rachel McAdams. Ah. After a fatal incident sends him on a rampant path of destruction, a champion boxer fights to get custody of his daughter. And revive his professional career. Is his name Henry? It's Billy. <laughs> close enough. That's kind of close. No, but that's also directed by uh, Anton. And oh, same Antoine guy. Antoine Fuqua, yeah. So I bet you the... They bring that the style up a lot. Of, like, the cinematography is probably pretty close. Like the, the It might be, yeah. Because I feel like that movie's really like kind of dark and eerie, too. Kind of like this one. Is the Goofs... Uh, does it have a Goofs page? There's this movie is a Goofs page. Oh my goodness! This is exactly what I look for. I didn't realize this was a thing. What? It's just like errors. Yeah, that's I okay. People that's cool. do our jobs for us, and we could just say. <laughs> yeah, that's true. We just <laughs> talk about it. Audio visual unsynchronized. On at least two occasions, while Joe is talking on the phone, traffic can be heard in the background at the other end. The traffic sounds are in stereo, but standard telephone calls are mono. That I is true. Never that up. I mean, we wouldn't pick it up. We don't have headphones on. That's that's interesting. Oh, oh. So, yeah. obviously, if you're on a phone, you only hear right. It's only one output. Uh huh. But if you have like headphones on, it comes through too. That's weird. I don't even if you, even if I had headphones on, I don't think I would have noticed. No, well, because... Because I think it immerses you more mm-hmm. into the whole traffic being the background. Yeah. When, well, that's you kind of... It breaks down in different stages. So you have, like, what he's hearing. That's in one ear. But as a movie listener, you're not him. You're just watching him. Oh, that's... So, I mean, obviously, it's not just going to be in one ear. Because for you, it's like, you know, you're the you're the viewer. Yeah. You're not... I mean, it's only on two occasions. They probably could have done it the whole time, and I... Right. It still wouldn't have been that noticeable. Continuity. Phone call in the washroom where MC was on the floor took less than four minutes. Before he start before he start it. <laughs> what? They had an error on the goose page. <laughs> before he started it, the clock on the phone was six eleven AM and after he was done it was six twenty one. So it was four minutes, but it took ten minutes. <laughs> When was that? That was when he's on the floor in the bathroom. So it was six eleven a.m. 
It was two eleven when he talked to his ex wife. He was there for five <laughs> for so four much. hours. There's so much that happens that you that you think you see and then you don't. I guess I don't know. No, it was it was two eleven because remember she called when they talked. She goes, "It is two o'clock in it, the morning." She definitely does say it's two a.m. To me, in my head, I kind of was like, "She could live somewhere else," but I doubt it. No, I think it's it's showing the passing of time without you realizing it. How long that all of that took which is kind of weird because you kind of see every step of this journey of him trying to find her it's weird there's no like long gaps because it starts it kind of starts like becoming nighttime at the beginning and i feel like at remember i told you when he looks at his phone it's like i thought it said like it was eight o'clock or something and then he looked at it again it was 2 11 maybe it wasn't that early but there's definitely time jumps in the movie that they're are just completely hidden. Which, I mean, I'm not against. No, I'm not either. It's only if it would make it, like, I don't know. It's just weird because it's not like, you know, it shows him, like, he puts down the phone and he immediately picks it back up and that's the whole movie of him constantly making calls. There's no, like... And then you're just like, oh, it's morning now. Right. Like, like, the movie feels like it's 20 minutes. It's actually, like... Seven hours, and it's only an hour and a half. It's probably a whole (laughs) eight-hour shift. (laughs) I mean, it's just weird, because it's not like he puts the phone down, and it cuts to something else, and he comes back, and now he's making another call. It's literally up, down, up, down the entire time. So, like, where did the time go? Bro, what I just said, I think think is (laughs) so weird, but, like, the most true thing about this movie. It feels like 30 minutes. It feels like 30 minutes. It's an eight-hour shift, and it's an hour and a half long movie. (laughs) Eight hours happens. It feels like 30 minutes, and the movie's an hour and a half. <laughs> That's really funny. I don't... Do you remember the side shot where it shows him and his, like, desk partner, Manny, I think is his name? Yeah. Can you see windows behind them? And at the beginning, it feels like it's, like, daytime outside. Like, it was definitely an eight-hour shift. I think I also felt like it was daytime at the beginning. I don't remember why. I didn't, it could have been the TVs. It could have been. I just feel like there was windows, and you could see... There, I light. think there. I don't know. There might I think be. there's definitely a part where you can see the sun setting, but I don't remember when. It could have been that shot. Okay, factual errors. Oh. Um. At one point, he answers a 911 call from a man who injured his knee and tells him to call back later, and then hangs up. The man immediately calls back, and Joe tells him the same call taker will always receive yeah. the caller's phone call. I thought call. that was weird. This is inaccurate, as all 911 call takers can answer a ringing 911 call. So it's not always to the same person. Yeah. It's just... That's weird. So everyone gets it. It's just whoever answers it first. I figured they I get one and then like the that. person, that like lady that's clearly his boss, just like sends him out to people. That's what right. I... That's what I... I feel like was. it's... I watch... I watch 911 and like most... Some of that show is in that... It's a scripted show, but it's... Some of it takes place in there and I feel like... They're like, hey, transfer that call. Like, they can easily, like, do that. So, I feel like, I don't know, maybe it all pops up for people. But I think probably just get shot around randomly. And then they that's can a, That's what I figured. I feel like. Okay. But who am I? I, I don't work there, so I don't know. <laughs> Incorrectly regarded as goofs. Early on Joe's phone shows the time is 7 p.m. Shortly thereafter, his wife tells him on the phone that it's almost 2 a.m. This is, in fact, intentional, as shortly after that, Joe says he's been losing track of time. Oh, my God. What? I, I did it. 
I cracked the code. It's literally all his head. Because there's a there's a part when he's sitting there just staring at the. Oh, that is a cut. That could have been a crap ton of time. He gets his coffee or whatever. Oh yeah. And then when he sits back down, it shows the tablet dropping into his water. And then he stares at it for a while. Yeah, and then his partner comes over and like snaps him out of it. And but says, he hey, wakes up ringing. from it. before he he had to have gotten that water and gotten a tablet. That could have been like a couple hours of yeah. him just answering phone calls that don't matter. Right. See that. But he's still thinking about his daughter. See, I knew it said seven o'clock. That's Tim? crazy. So good so job. The, oh my god. Thank you. So, uh, so the t- there are time jumps. They're just hidden, and it it kind of makes you think like, I, I, probably if we went back and watched it for the third time, and we just looked for that stuff, we yeah. could see it. Because it makes you think that the entire time he's there, he's like constantly all he's thinking about is that. But like the little calls, like the bicycle guy, how many other calls did he take like that before Emily called him back? That's crazy. I bet you there were a bunch. He's also just sitting. This is cool. I like how it's selling. Yeah. Okay. There's another one, actually. Yeah. Many questions asked by Baylor as a 911 operator are inappropriate and irrelevant. Irrelevant? That's not a word. Irrelevant. The Revenant. Oh, The Revenant. We should watch Are that. inappropriate and The Revenant. <laughs> <laughs> this is not a mistake by choice. It shows... It is. This is not a mistake, but a choice. Sorry. It shows Joe's disregard for the rules. Which In I... his role as I a... fully yeah. understood watching the movie. That's his punishment. All the, <laughs> yeah, his punishment is this job, and he absolutely hates and it. And you know they didn't sit him down and like give him HR training. <laughs> Or they did, and he's probably just like, I don't care. Yeah. I just want to go and up home. until the last ten minutes of the movie, he's like, I'm going to get off on this anyway. I'm going to be back out there on the streets. Slinging dope. At um, an hour 18, 53 seconds, Joe looks at his recent calls on his phone. Contact for Henry is listed. Joe... Would have to, would have had to enter Henry as a contact in his phone to identify Henry's phone number. I bet you that's what he did with all the time jumps <laughs> that they don't show. He's, He's just there. staring at his phone, typing in. <laughs> I I mean, I wonder if he did. Maybe he gets like you know a couple spam calls, gets a call from some other reporter. Could, but that's under plot holes. But I mean, I feel like that's. I feel like he definitely would have. Definitely. That way he doesn't get it and he's just like... He has so much time on his hands because he's not constantly talking to them that why wouldn't he just so he knows when somebody... He knows when to just hang up the phone. Yeah, that's true. Okay, this next one's a spoiler. Uh Spoiler alert. Almost going for an hour. This is good. When Joe finally realizes Emily is actually getting took to be sectioned in a psychiatric hospital... And he checks the location of this on his, and he checks the location of this on his on-screen map. It says search. Wait, what? It says S E A C R H, which is search, but the R and the C are switched. Result instead of search above the hospital name. That was just a factual error. They just messed up on the screen, I guess. Oh, I thought that was gonna be like. <sighs> So on the so the, it's just a spoiler because they it's a realization uh, it's that realization in the movie they spelled it wrong yeah in the movie on the screen it says seeker instead oh. of search 
Oh, search. That's actually pretty Search must have been copyrighted. I was thinking like, oh, that's the abbreviation for the hospital. <laughs> it ends with H, hospital. The uh, makes sense to me. Super easy. Psychiatric, emotional. Wait. Okay. Okay. So C E A C R H. I don't. That, I think somebody it. just had too much to drink when they were editing. That that probably was it. Yeah, and screwed up the words. But even I don't even know if that could be. I guess it would have had to been editing but they would have had to put it together yeah that's just that's just a somebody error, got fired for that i guarantee you somebody got fired i they did that you. and they're like get somebody else you can just copy them it's made in 11 days what do you what do you expect what do you expect <laughs> it was shot in 11 days i'm actually looking no, at they, that now because they we started ran out of it boots. on october whatever and it was released on netflix in the same month they shot and edited at the same time that's false i don't that's what? That's me saying words. What? Um, because someone near director Antoine Fuqua tested positive for COVID-19 mere days before the film began shooting, he had to isolate. Mm-hmm. Fuqua directed the entire film from oh a van oh, specifically designed for cinema called Color Space. Go ahead to get that one out. Oh, yeah, good. That's good. Called Color Space, rather than on a soundstage with the actors. After the guilty, Fuqua continued to direct his next projects from Color Space. So, so because of COVID 19. Is a widely used thing? Like, I don't you think know. that's for like on location shots, up. like in the middle of the desert where they don't have a soundstage? They have an air conditioned van called Sound Space? Color Space. Color Space? Um. No, that's definitely not it. That would make sense, though. I'm going to look up color space Fuqua, if I know how to spell. <laughs> that's look worse. Up, look up color space van. I'm trying to see. Oh. What? I think I've seen Who's that. It? Like, uh... Oh my gosh, I don't know what happened. I went back. No, I didn't. You've seen that before, right? Oh, yeah. I feel like I've seen that before. That's the Facebook page. <laughs> um, I don't know. I would assume it's something like that. Right, where they need, like... I I'm, I don't know. I kind of imagine, like, an FIB, FIB, FBI I mean, they, they can't band. have sound stages when they're outside, right. obviously. Just like instead of setting it up under That's like a tarp cool. with tables and computers everywhere, it's just in a van. I mean, yeah. Or like if it's raining. It's mainly cool because afterwards he liked it so much yeah. that he kept doing it. That's pretty cool. <clears throat> and then the rest are just... Um, uh, they probably could have shot the whole movie in a van. Like actors working with other actors in different movies. Like Jake Gyllenhaal and Bo Knapp have co-starred, or they co-starred in Southpaw. Who was who was Bo Knapp? 
I recognize most of the main characters, so I'm assuming it was like yeah, I'm not sure one I'm, of the cops. I'm trying to check right now. Or was it Rick? It was Drew Nash. Yeah, I don't know who that was. I'm assuming it was a a cop that he knew. I'm not entirely sure either. Do you know the guy? You know Umbrella Academy? I mean, I know it. Well, the one of the characters <clears throat> in that. I forget what his name is. I think he's like four. Years old? Like his number. No, his name is David Castaneda. Okay. He plays Tim, which is one of the guys that he talks to on the phone. Yeah. What is his name? His name's Diego. That's right. What's he look like? Let's see. He looks like that. Maybe. It doesn't say he's in a lot of things. But anyways, he's the voice of Tim. Oh. Right here, guys. That's... Nope. He's not the voice of He's me. He's not here. He's not here. I'm the voice of uh, Ethan Hawke. Tim is... You heard it here first, folks. Tim is Ethan Hawke. Paul Dano is also in this movie. Yeah, I don't... He's the... He's the prostitute guy. <laughs> is that who he was? <laughs> That's really funny, That's, actually. I was trying to think, because I'm like, okay, he's the one with the weird last name, but I couldn't think of what call that was. That's so funny. <laughs> Have you seen Prisoners? No, but I can picture what it, like, I can picture the, like, uh, I don't know what it's called, like, the picture of the movie. I never thought that it would have been good based off of Jake the, Gyllenhaal's like, in that too, right? Yeah, it's Jake Gyllenhaal and Hugh Jackman. Seeing, like, the trailers, I was like, eh. What's it about? I can read you the plot. Whoa, 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 whoa. Why don't we just watch it? Right now? No. <laughs> I mean, yeah, it's, it's, it's pretty good. Have you have you seen it? The reason that I've seen it, I wouldn't. I don't think I would have watched it by myself. I watched it with my brother mm -hmm. because it is directed by the same guy who directed Dune, which okay. is another movie What's that I want to watch. It is Denis Villeneuve. Okay, yeah, no, I've heard of him. But he must be good then. Um, <clears throat> but yeah, we should definitely watch Prisoners. Okay, that is a. Banger of a movie. He also, Denis also directed Blade Runner 2049. Okay. Um, if you know what Arrival is. Heard of it. I, I'm kind of picturing all, like, I can see the, the, oh, like, the photo art for these movies. And I can tell that they're all kind of roughly similar. You can tell the director. They're like sci-fi. Yeah.-ish. <clears throat> Prisoners isn't too much, but. Uh, what is that? Wait He's also directed he Sicario, which I really want to watch. I want to watch that before. too. I've never. I want to watch that too. I really want to watch, watch that. that. In Prisoners, is he a cop? Is he a detective is or something? Jake Gyllenhaal. Yeah, yeah. And he's looking for a guy in an RV. He's yes. I've seen the movie. Yes. I think I've seen the whole movie. Hugh Jackman is the dad of like the little girl yeah, who gets the, kidnapped. The, yeah, I have seen that movie. That, that is a, good a movie. really good movie. It was. And it's really creepy. Yeah. And like And really intense. What? We should watch it again. We should watch that that can be our one of our next ones. There are just some directors I think we should just go through and watch a lot of their stuff. Oh yeah. I don't think we should ever watch a Quentin Tarantino movie because his movies are just perfect in theirs. 
<laughs> Nothing to say. Nothing to say there. But yeah, I don't know. Any more goofs? Any... We ran out of goofs. Ah. We ran out, and we covered some goofs that we found, or not really goofs, but some things we found ourselves. Ourselves. True. Here's something we can look at. Maybe. Might have to try to. There's a big ad on the screen that I don't want to deal with. <laughs> so I'm going to see if I can just. I'll just look it up. Oh my gosh. Hang on. Just imagine we're talking about another sponsor we have for today's episode. Okay. Okay. The budget of the movie. Okay. Um, I can't imagine it was very big. It cost less than $600,000. Not very big at all. Which I'm assuming was mostly... Paying out the actors? Paying out actors. That's what I was going to say. It made $3.4 million at the box office. At the box office? It was a Netflix movie. It That's what it says. Was it in theaters? It might have been. How much did it make? Uh, three point four million. So it. Sorry. And it's not that much. Actually, when you think about it, which is probably because it was on Netflix. I mean, I think it was. Like it, you know, obviously made back the money and they tripled it. But in terms of a movie, three, you know, three point. It was in theaters before it was released on Netflix. Oh, really? Yeah. I, it wasn't a lot. There was like a couple select, like special theaters. Uh, it just says yeah. It says select theaters. Yeah. <clears throat> but yeah, that's pretty dope. We should also watch Nightcrawler. I watched that kind of recently. Yeah. And it's. Is that also Jake Gyllenhaal? Yes. He's ridiculous. We should also watch uh, Spider-Man Far From Home. (laughs) (laughs) And the very beginning of No Way Home. Because he's in that too. Yeah, he is. We also need to watch Zodiac. There's so many movies that I want to watch and talk about. Have you seen Zodiac? No, I've seen clips and I want to see it. It is fantastic. Is it? It is so I love me some Robert Downey Jr. crazy. Have you seen and Tropic the actors Thunder? are so perfect. I don't think we should talk about Tropic Thunder. <laughs> Probably not, but have you seen it? I have seen it. I recently it. watched yeah. it with my aunt and uncle. It's so stupid. It is. That's another Jake Gyllenhaal. I'm so stupid. What? Uh, Zodiac? Yeah. I forgot. Because you said Robert Downey Jr. And I was like, oh yeah. And I was like, there's no main character. I think Mark Ruffalo's <laughs> in there somewhere. Probably. Yes. But yeah. Let's let's talk about red notice. <laughs> well, Tim, there's a lot of movies coming out that are just they're just too much. Too much too bad. Too much too bad. Too much too bad. That's a very good point. We should make a movie called Too Much Too Bad. It's just a really bad, bad movie. We also need to watch 7. Have you seen the movie? That's with Brad Pitt, right? Yeah, Brad and, Pitt and uh, Morgan Freeman. Yeah, I don't... Oh, it's a 
want to say it was on Banger. my list. We need to watch Shawshank Redemption. Oh, yes. We need to watch. Course. That movie's phenomenal. I'm trying to look at David Fincher movies. We need to watch. We also need to. The Girl with the Dragon Tattoo is pretty good. I think me and Luke watched that. That was pretty good. I've heard good things. We need to watch movies that we haven't seen. Fight Club? Haven't seen it. You haven't seen Fight Club? Uh uh-uh. uh. I love Fight Club. And nobody will tell me about it because it's one of the rules. They can't talk about it. Yeah. That is. It's actually the only <laughs> rule. It's not one of the rules. Yeah. Um. There's a lot of weird stuff on here. But yeah, there's so many movies. We have like an endless list. Oh, of course. And then once we do that, we can just talk about new movies. But a lot of new, new movies, movies are bad. But we can talk about shows as a whole that we've seen. That's we could... also true. Mm-hmm. That's crazy. There's so many things that I want to talk this about. Might, this might work. This might just work. This might work. Yeah, I mean, it's, it's worked so far. Fun. We're, you know, we're at an hour and eight minutes, and I feel like for... For first episode, that's not bad. Most podcasts yeah, I listen to are forty-five minutes to an hour and a half. So exactly, I wanted to get to an hour. Yeah, and then I was able to get through the first point in like ten minutes, I think. Uh huh. So then I was like, "Oh, we're set." And then we got through them, and it was only like thirty minutes. And I was like, "And then we just talked about the goofs and the trivia." Yeah. I didn't realize I like, that was I like, such a. I think we should. Uh, that was such a good. We'll say thing goofs to go and through. trivia for the end, like every time. Yeah. Because, because then, if we get good enough. Hopefully they'll start overlapping. So like stuff we talk, like what I said with the with the phone call and how weird that was. Yeah, that's I'm cool. so glad that it was um, kind of like explained to us. Yeah, and it wasn't just like something that's like I don't remember seeing the like you didn't remember seeing the time and we had to start thinking about it. But yeah, that is cool. Oh my gosh, this was uh this was flannels and chocolate milk. That's true. This was Flannels and Chocolate Milk. We are sponsored by... No one yet. Me yep. and my equipment. Mm-hmm. Equipment. A.K.A. this tree that lights up and that microphone. And also the camera. I'm also waiting for this tree to turn off because I don't know what I did to the camera. I don't know if it's going to. I don't know It'd either. be really funny we if we stop it. and then it... that. We'll see what happens. Yeah. But yeah. Well, uh, I don't know. Once a week. Hopefully, that wraps that up. if everything goes good, we'll have we'll have episodes. Hopefully, once a week. I don't know when it's going to be posted, but we can do it once a week. Yeah. It honestly shouldn't be that hard to. No, I think all you had to do was cut out the first thirty seconds, and then we as soon as, as soon as we started rolling, I mean, as soon as we started caring, yeah, as soon as we and started actually talking about it. But yeah, this was good. This was good, and we will do it again, and again, and again, and again, until we run out of movies. Eventually, we'll have a whole professional set. We'll I want a third fake up. wall. I think this is a good. Yeah, no, that's nice. It's uh, a good addition. Well, you can see the sombrero on it there. You can't really see it. There's a sombrero on the top there. If you, like you could it. take that down and wear it. Just yeah. for the little bit at the end. Yeah, it's okay. I think you should wear it. You think I should? <laughs> All right. There we go. What if people accuse me of what they accused Adele of? Don't worry about because it. Because of the braids. Because of the what? Remember, she put her hair in Jamaican braids and everybody got ticked at her. I actually saw a video recently about people trying to cancel Eminem because he was in a... He was in some other person's music video and he did, 
like a Mexican accent and dressed up like a Mexican and had a mariachi band behind him and is rapping. Like so they're going to cancel him for that, but they won't cancel him for the fact that he's the, without a doubt, he's black. I don't, that's just like, like he's black. <laughs> like if Eminem said the N-word. Okay, hold on. Some people would be fine with Let's it. Let's time out, because this, this this is about to go totally off the rails of this <laughs> podcast. So let's... That's fine. Who cares? This is the first episode. We're testing now. Yeah, we want people to come back. They'll come back for the gossip at the end. <laughs> oh, that's true. Feminine said the black word. The black word? The black word. Feminine said the black word. And people would just be like... <laughs> that's, that's not good. <laughs> That should be the name of our podcast. The black, the black, the black word. word. Instead of the blacklist. <laughs> Instead of... If I ever have to refer to the N-word, I'm going to call it the black, the black word. word. I mean, yeah. The, so if Eminem said the black word, people would just be like, yeah, it's Eminem. But he says, ay, 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 ay. Then they got a problem? I guess. People are well, stupid. the thing is, I'm pretty sure that was made in 2004. <laughs> so it's been a little bit, and now people care because something else happened. Some I new know, rapper I tried to do something the, like that. The black word, but um, and now they're trying to cancel him. Remember when they tried to cancel dead people? People are just bored. <laughs> like they're going to cancel me because I said the black word. People are just bored. Honestly, you're right. People are bored and have too much power. Actually, you know what, Tim? I hope people try to cancel me, because that means we have fans. Damn straight. People will be like, who's getting canceled? Let's watch the podcast and find out. What's chocolate milk and flannels? Yeah, these guys are funny, but I think the one in the sombrero might be a little racist. <laughs> <laughs> I think the clearly not uh, Spanish or Mexican person in the sombrero. I actually can't tell what he is. He <laughs> speaks like a white man, but it has the facial complex of a Hispanic. And then his hair's long and straight. It's all confusing. I think he's gay. I think I'm going to watch the rest of this. <laughs> <laughs> Turns out he's none of those things. He's an idiot. Definitely. Just a little tan. Just a little tan. Hey, that, should be... that could be our name of the podcast. <laughs> well, I'm not a little tan. It'll just be you. You'll come back next I'll, week I'll with a spray I'll, tan. I'll be off of... I'll be off on the side, and it'll just be you sitting in a chair. <laughs> we'll have dip. We'll have a different you every week, and you'll just do voiceovers. And I'll, I'll just do a different voice every time. Could you imagine if you did that, and your voiceovers were so good that people wouldn't know who the real Tim was? I mean, people do that with like voice changers. No, but I mean, like, let's say we got you at like The Rock was sitting down, and he was talking, but it was your voice coming out. Hey guys, I can't do a rock impression. You wouldn't have to. You do a Tim impression, so people would be like, "And all." <laughs> That's my impression of myself. Yeah. Hey, it's Tim. Well, this has been flannels and chocolate milk. That's true. I feel like um, you should look at the camera and say that instead of looking at me. This has been this flannels <laughs> and chocolate milk. This has been thoughts for your thoughts. This has been. This has been 
the first successful and the first and the first successful. Hopefully successful. I don't know. I'm not I gonna. I thought it was funny. This is itching my head. I'm gonna take it off now. Okay, just, um, just, just. Whoosh. You didn't. It still spawned somehow. All right. Um. Uh. We both finished. Yeah, we. we chocolate did. milk. We I gotta make sure a that we. Faster than timber. That's all right. Say that. Huh? I think it'd be cool if we just let it sit here and then chug the whole thing at the end. What if the episode went on for three hours <laughs> and it's curdled and warm? I still think that'd be funny. I because we got the flannels. I think and then be like, this has been flannels and chocolate need, milk. We need to integrate some type of cooler system so we can just be like talking and like having a conversation and just like boop, pull out a full glass of chocolate milk. <laughs> or we just have like you just get like a jug. Yeah, but Instead I wanted of making it, I wanted to we just have a jug. Just be like, just look down, we're talking, it's empty, and then I just pick up a full one, and I'd be like even... Thor Ragnarok when he's just holding it and it fills in his hand. Yeah, I don't, like, I don't even acknowledge what I just did. Just be like, yeah, and then the one part where he was looking at the phone, yeah, and it so was 7 a.m., and it was you 2 a.m. Sure. It's all right, it's not broken. It's just my knuckles slammed off the table. Like maybe, Sonic? Yeah, maybe we should just have a jug. Maybe you should be a little careful. Yeah, maybe I should. <laughs> Maybe I should. Maybe we should. We have one jug for both of us, and just. <laughs> I drink it all. Man, I hurt my. I hurt my knuckle. Okay. okay um. We'll talk to you when we talk to you. We'll talk at you. Oh, do a little sound effects, ready? That's our theme song. That's our theme song. No, actually, uh, move your mouth like this, ready? <laughs> Oh, anytime, any, okay, you say a cuss word and I'll bleep you out, ready? Ah, uh, son of a... <laughs> you bleeped me out before I got there. Okay, do it again, ready? Son of a... That was good. That was a good one. That was a good, that was a good ready? one. Yep. Two, three, four. I'll turn that off now. All right. <laughs> All right. Maybe, This uh, has been, uh, really flannels. Flannels? How does this look like it's, like... Yellow or gray? Is it green? It's green, yeah. I really hurt this my is... knuckle. I slammed, like, I try to catch it. I slammed. God. God. Ow. I, I bruised my. Uh, I bruised this my. This has been flannel this has and been... chocolate milk yeah, chocolate because milk. he's dying. Yep. Um, God, that hurt. Hopefully the audio comes out all right. The t- it is hot down here because we have the flannels on. Um, but yeah, I hope you guys enjoyed. Hope you agree with us. And if you don't, you don't. I mean, I don't know what to tell you. Listen, Get a grip, I guess. I mean, we look at the treat you retreated with at the end. Totally random. Had nothing to do with the movie. It's funny. It was a good time. So yeah, if anything, stick around for that. Died. I think I broke my finger. It's it's a good time. I really I really did hurt. I think I bruised a bone. Like when I barely touched the corner, it sent excruciating pain through my <laughs> finger. All right. All right. We'll talk at you when we talk at you. Now that he's over. Thanks for listening. And uh, please comment how much you like the tree. Um, Yeah. Speaking of comments, if we happen to have comments, comment some movies you want to see us. uh, That is a good point. Please comment some movies because that would be awesome. Mm -hmm. Obviously, you can tell we have lots of ideas, but we could always use some more, especially ones that we haven't seen before. Yeah, we definitely need to... They could be, they could be, I, I'd prefer them to do, either be really good or really bad. Yeah. Or, very, I, I wouldn't mind a very mediocre movie. Like, 
there's a lot of weird things with like dialogue and camera, but like the story is really good. So at the end, you're like, I really want to. I want us to watch a movie where at the end we are like sad that the movie was bad because of the little things. Yeah. Like I want to be like, oh my god, that would have been like a really good movie had That's true. they just like not done that. To me, that usually happens with very big visual effects movies that just don't cut it uh-huh. in certain ways. But yeah. Also, if you come in a movie that you're like, this is my favorite movie of all time, and I I wish I could watch it for the first time over again, and then we absolutely dump on it. Um. Sorry. I don't know what to tell you. <laughs> Sorry, just remember we're not professionals. We we're just giving our opinions. We just uh, we like to talk, and we just decided to we, we talk we about like movies. We talk about movies, and then we're, uh, we decided to do it in recording fashion. Because why not? Because why not, indeed. So All I right. think, uh, yeah. You I guys think enjoyed? That's, Come that's, back next week, probably. Yeah, next week, next week. Hopefully next posting week. at the same time. We'll find out. I might post it tonight. I might post it tomorrow. Tomorrow? Yes. I might post it the next day. Might never post it. It'll. <laughs> <laughs> this might true. never go live. In that case, we're talking to nobody. Remember that part from Inside Bo Burnham? We could watch that too. Oh, we could, but I'd just be singing the whole time. That, I mean, we, you wouldn't. If it... <laughs> we wouldn't be watching it and then recording at the same time. We'd get done and just be like, ah. oh, that's true. <laughs> We'd be like, that would be a 10-minute podcast. It would be the intro. It would be us reading things about it. And it would be five minutes of us going, that's the greatest thing that's ever been created. This is the best thing that I've ever seen. And all things should be this. Yep. All right. Thanks for, uh, thanks for listening. That's usually how it goes. That's what it would be. <laughs> thanks for listening. That's it. We're done. Yep. Turn it off. We're done. Mute the mic. We're out of here. All right. Okay. So, this uh, has been... We got to do a little... We got to do flannels. Flannels. And chocolate milk. Chocolate milk. Should we do, should we do like a? Well, this is more a visual thing for people listening. They won't see it, but can it be like flannels, flannels, chocolate and milk. chocolate milk, and then there it, it's gone. But I feel I'm like gonna the, fake it. The clunk, the clunk is the cut. So it's like flannels, chocolate milk. That's clunk, a good point. Cut. Ready? Okay, we'll do it again. This will be the the behind the scenes for the ending for. Yeah. Not behind we, the scenes. It'll be the first episode. But it'll be behind the scenes for later episodes because you'll understand. Right. And this will also be the official cut. After this, anything you say will be cut out. Uh, In fact, you should you should hit stop as soon as we do this. I don't think that's humanly possible. Well, like, you just, you'll cut it at the end. But I don't want us to keep this going because it's already an hour and 22 minutes. That's true. This is going to be the longest <laughs> recording on my computer. Okay. So, <laughs> so this, has this has been, been flannels and chocolate milk. milk.